Welcome to Game Changers Podcast for a special Final Four edition to put a bow on all of the madness. First, we'll quickly start with the women's tournament and starting tonight, but first we want to hear from Kyle on what his thoughts of one of the games of the year, UConn versus NC State and the Elite Eight. Um, what were your thoughts on that one, Kyle? Pretty crazy game um, between two of your favorite teams. Yeah, uh, tough one to swallow there. Um you know, proud of the girls, crazy game, double overtime. We uh, ended up watching it, like, um, inside the the gym um, on a TV, and there was, like, 40, 50 people watching it. And that three by uh, Brown Turner to send it into double overtime, that was insane. Um, yeah, she in, during practice, she'll do that all the time. She, she can stroke it from three, so wasn't surprised about that. And then... You know, Paige Becker has just turned into a different animal in, in the overtimes. Um, she just took over, showed why she's the best player in basketball. Um, she just has that mid-range shot. It's lethal. And I thought we played pretty good D on some of the shots, and she just made them. So, um, you know, it's upsetting. You know, tough to swallow. But, I mean, UConn's the best program of all time, I would say. And we went to double overtime with them. So I think I'm excited where our program's at, to be honest. And, we got tons of four and five stars sitting on the bench this year that didn't need to play because we were so talented. So hopefully next year we can kind of rebuild and get back to the final four or back to the lead eight and hopefully get to the final four. Yeah. NC state though, definitely treading in the right direction. Um, won the conference tournament again, I think back to back years now. Um, first elite eight appearance since 19. Back to back to back. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Three peak for them. Uh, but they went to, the Sweet 16 last year is a number one seed. This year they get it to the Elite Eight. Um, obviously played an impressive game. It looks like the five best teams were all the one seeds and UConn as the two. So kind of makes sense with that. But the Huskies, 14 straight Final Four appearances. Impressive. But what a game. Um, normally college women's basketball is not the most exciting in my opinion. But that game was keeping me on the edge of my seat. Um, and quickly, two games tonight and then a championship um, on Sunday night, who do we have winning the championship? Um, two one seeds um, playing against each other today: South Carolina against Louisville, and then Stanford, the defending champs, play the Huskies. So, Joe, who you got just winning it all in the women's tournament? Uh, I gotta go with UConn. Um, they've just been dominant for so many years. But if it's not UConn, I think it's going to be Stanford. Whoever wins that matchup. Um, I think it's just going to prevail and win the national championship, but I'm going to go with UConn and Beckers. Yeah, um, you know, my heart wants to pick UConn, and I'll pick UConn, but, um, you know, I, I know a ton about women's, women's basketball. Uh, I've seen all these teams. We actually played South Carolina the first game of the year, lost by, like, five at our home court. Um, they're just the best team overall. I'm pretty sure they went wire to wire the whole year as the number one overall seed, which is pretty insane. Um they're just the most talented team. They have a girl named uh, – her last name's Boston. She's, yeah, she's an absolute Boston. beast. She was the player of the yeah. year in the country. Um, yep. I think, she's just a beast. I think, as you mentioned, Kyle, um, South Carolina, they're the best team in the country. Uh, as you mentioned, they played um, NC State. They played Connecticut earlier in the season um, when Paige was there, and they only let up two points in the final quarter. Um, I think they're the best team in the country. Obviously, you can never bet against the Huskies, um, but they have struggled to put it away in the last couple of years, making it to the Final Four, uh, losing to Arizona last year. 
Um, so I, I got to go with the Gamecocks. Um, I think they'll they'll beat Louisville pretty badly, and then we'll see. I think, um, as Joe mentioned, the other two teams are both solid in Stanford and Connecticut. So, Yeah, Louisville is uh, – I think they're going to get smoked, to be honest. Yeah. And Stanford, UConn might be a good game. I'm not sure about how good Stanford is, but I do know they have a girl that dunked, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, talk about Stanford, the – Stanford's about actually the favorite in that game. Yeah, I think the oh, wow. one-and-a-half-point favorite, something like that. Um, but talk about the ACC. Almost had two teams in the women's tournament and then did have two teams in the men's tournament. Um, and we'll give you a quick recap of the second week of March Madness, and we'll start in the West region. And top-seeded Gonzaga struggled offensively as the Razorbacks punched their ticket to the Elite Eight. And who do they meet? Duke, who knocked out Texas Tech in a roller coaster back-and-forth bout in the West Regional Final, Duke was too much for Arkansas, advancing to Coach K's 13th Final Four, uh, pushing him over John Wooden for the most all-time. Pretty impressive as uh, we had a little bet going on with Duke-Providence that we'll get to, but the Blue Devils uh, punched their ticket to that Final Four in New Orleans. In the South region, Villanova knocked off the Michigan Wolverines in a tightly contested matchup. However, the Wildcats had the lead throughout and held off any Michigan pushes. It was a different fate for the other Wildcats in the South region. Arizona lost to Houston 72-60 to end their incredible season. Again, that was Kyle's championship prediction from beginning of the season, really. So impressive uh, run by the Wildcats, but it ended there. And Villanova secured another trip to the Final Four with a low-scoring 50-44 victory over Houston. But it did come at a cost as star forward Justin Moore tore his Achilles. But the Wildcats... One of the best teams in the country for the last few years, and they advanced back to the Final Four yet again under Jay Wright. In the East, the Slippers still fit for Cinderella St. Peter's as they knocked off Purdue. The Peacocks were persistent and survived a hard-fought battle and a last-second attempt by Jaden Ivey to knock out the Big Ten's chances of a national championship. In the East region, nightcap, UNC came back from a halftime deficit on the back of Caleb Love's 30 to advance to the Elite Eight. In the Elite Eight, the Peacocks sputtered and UNC triumphed to another Final Four appearance, a record 21st. And in the Midwest region, the Kansas Jayhawks held a steady lead throughout to knock off the Providence Friars, while Miami, led by Cameron McGusty, were too much in the Windy City for the Cyclones of Iowa State. In the Elite Eight, Miami held tough and even had a six-point halftime lead but the Jayhawks came out flying in the second half, showcasing their fast-paced tempo that ran laps around Jim Laranega's team and right into New Orleans. It's a blue-blood paradise in the New Orleans as Duke versus UNC and Villanova versus Kansas. It's the first time in Final Four history that all the teams in the Final Four have multiple national titles. So, we'll start with the Duke versus Providence bet. Let's just get that out of the way. Sweet 16, it clinched it for Kyle. So, what are our thoughts on that one? Yeah, it was a tough one. Um, I really thought Providence had it, but they just killed themselves in the first half. They came all the way back in that game in the second half, but they were just too far behind to do anything. They had a couple scoring droughts in the first half. I mean, with what, Five minutes left, a little over five minutes left in the first half. They only had eight points. Like, you're not going to win any games like that. Uh, then they managed to battle and bounce back and winning by one with, like, six minutes left in the second half. 
but Kansas and Baji was just too much. Um, they just pushed through. I thought Watson was very, very disappointing in that game for Providence. Um, I mean, uh, kudos to Kyle for Duke prevailing, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't think Duke was going to do it this year. Yeah, um, tough one. Um, honestly, surprised that Providence made it this far. I thought we'd be talking about me winning this bet uh, last week after they lost the first round. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess they uh, they proved me wrong a little bit. Um, you know, they, they did beat only, what, 13 and 12, which, you know, wins a win in March. But, um, you know, we talked about Houston making it super far last year, playing um, double-digit seeds. But, you know, Providence, they're a solid right. team. Yeah, I mean, a 15 right. seed made it to the Elite Eight, so easy there with the yeah. seeding. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, they uh, they they won some games, and they, they proved me wrong a little bit. Um, you know, I, the, the thing with Providence for me is I never thought they were a bad team. Um, it kind of goes back to, like, Auburn. I never thought Auburn was a bad team. I just think they weren't uh, deserving of where they were ranked, and we saw that happen, too. So, um, you know, I thought Providence should be more of, like, a 8 or 9 seed. I know that they deserved to be a 4 because of their record, but... In terms of talent, I think they deserve to be more uh, near near the ten seed or so, because um, I, I just think I think like someone like UNC is better. But you know, um, it was it was a good bet. It was a fun bet. It lasted a couple weeks, so um, you know our our, um, our rivalry there, Joe, is is dead. But uh, it's been a good it's been a good uh, good fun bet, and uh, hopefully we can find a new one. Maybe we could do uh, Red Sox Yankees or something coming up in baseball. Yeah, I thought overall it was pretty exciting to watch you guys banter for the last couple of weeks and months, honestly. Um, Providence, they I think they ran into one of the best teams in the country in Kansas. Um, and I also thought Duke, they had a tight game against Texas Tech in that Sweet 16, so it was almost um, you both were going to get bounced in the Sweet 16. Um, but honestly, I got to give credit to Coach K and Duke. It's kind of like that storybook ending. Even if they don't win the championship, um, they match up in the final four for a record time. So impressive stuff by the Blue Devils. Um, I think they're they're definitely peaking at the right time. I think same with North Carolina. So that should be a good matchup. Um, in terms of our final four selections, nobody came close to a perfect bracket this year. But will one of us have a perfect final four? Three games, two nights, one champion. We'll start with Joe. Who is your final four predictions and then champion? Um We'll start with, I guess, that Duke-UNC game. Yeah, starting with that. Earlier in the year, if we we all recall, uh, in the second Duke-UNC matchup, we picked it. Both you guys went with Duke. I went with North Carolina. North Carolina ended up winning. Um, I'm going to follow that same logic, and everything in this series is even. So when one team wins, then the following game, the other team will win. I got to pick Duke here. Um, although North Carolina has just impressed me so much, but it doesn't matter what the sport is. When you come down to rivalries, you got to put everything else out the window. It doesn't matter how good a team is, how bad a team is that year. When you're playing a rival, whether it's Yankees, Red Sox, Lakers, Celtics, no matter what it is, it's even, it's an even playing field. And, um, I got to go with Duke here though. Because North Carolina won the last one, Duke's going to win this one. 
Joe, just a fun fact, not that you're going to change your prediction, but this is the 100th game between Duke and North Carolina since Coach K was the coach at Duke. All right, It's 50 wins for Duke, 49 wins for North Carolina, and there's a 21-point difference. Duke has the advantage. So do you think North Carolina, based on that law, it doesn't matter, we're going to make it equal happen, or do you still feel like it's going to be 51-49 Duke with a win on Saturday night? Oof, that's tough. That's tough. I wasn't aware of those stats. <laughs> um, I'm going to stick with Duke because I picked them, but, yeah, that's, you know. It's crazy. That might be the logic that North Carolina needs to win. <laughs> yes, sir. Kyle, who you got? You're the third school in, the, in that little triad in, in North Carolina, so Raleigh area. So who do you got winning out of the two rivals? Yeah, I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. Um, <laughs> I saw I saw in uh, part of my take. Uh, I think it was Big Cat was talking about, you know, he's like, oh, I, I feel for any NC State fans. You know, my heart goes out to him, basically saying that within a 10-mile radius, uh, NC State has two schools that are in the Final Four battling it out, and we're sitting here uh, watching half our team leave in the transfer portal, uh, being a terrible team. But anyways, yeah, it's funny, like, I was talking to my friend about this game. It's like it's like we're living in a simulation. Um, Duke, Coach K is, uh, you know, in his last year, and, you know, they're playing UNC in the Final Four. Like, it just seems perfectly set up. Um, you know, Coach K's got to get this win. He's going to win the championship. He's going to go out with his title. It's just how it is. It's, 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 uh, it's too, too good to be true almost, but I think it's going to happen. Duke's the better team. Um, I think I know UNC is rolling right now, but hey, Duke's in the Final Four too. Don't forget about that. So, um, if it wasn't for Caleb's love, Caleb Love going off for twenty-seven in the second half, who knows if they'd be here? And again, he did, but we'll see if they can do that again. Um, I think Boncaro will take over in this game, and I think Duke will win. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. Um, as you mentioned, it's just a crazy, how did it happen that it was Duke, North Carolina, first time ever meeting in the NCAA tournament. And it happens on Coach K's final year, um, on a year where North Carolina was an eight seed. So it's not even like it was, imp- it was probable for them to make it to the final four. Um, however, I think I predicted that Duke was going to get that rematch and win it against North Carolina in the ACC championship game. It didn't happen because Virginia Tech spoiled the party multiple times. Um, but I think they got to go with the Tar Heels at this point. I think they're just playing that good. I know they got kind of a freebie against St. Peter's and yes, St. Peter's beat three other good teams. So they deserve to be there. And I was rooting for them because of the Cinderella story of a 15 seed, but UNC did get a pass to get into the, into the final four. However, I think their top five guys, if they can stay out of foul trouble, they can match up against anyone, including Duke. Um, if Manic and Love are shooting the three ball like they have in the tournament, it's going to be pretty tough to stop them. Um, and Baycott is a big fella down low that's a force to be reckoned with. He tied Tim Duncan for the most double doubles in ACC tournament ACC history um, against St. Peter's. So I got North Carolina with the upset going to the championship game. Um, but either way, what a run by Hubert Davis in his first years to coach um, for Carolina. Um, but moving on from that ECC rivalry matchup, uh, one for the books, uh, we got the other matchup between the Villanova Wildcats, the two seed out of the South region, and the one seed out of the Midwest, the Kansas Jayhawks, 
who do we got advancing to the Monday night championship game out of that one? I got to go uh, Kansas. Um, Abaji, I've been talking about all year, one of my favorite players to watch. He's just he's just uh, talented. I mean, I think he'll be the best player on the court. Um, I think Kansas is the better team. Honestly, if uh, Justin Moore didn't go down, it'd be a harder pick for me, but that one hurts for Villanova. Um, sad to see him go down like that, but without him, he's one of their best players. I'm pretty sure he's pretty good defensively too, um, so that, that'll that hurt them. Um, so I think Kansas is the better team. I think we'll see Kansas-Duke in the finals, which would be insane. But, um, yeah, I think Abaji and, and uh, Bill Self get it done and head to the finals. And also, I got a, a little parlay going, um, Kansas-Duke money lines to make the finals. So we'll see if that hits. Nice, nice. Um, I think Justin Moore going down evens out the playing field a little bit more. Um, I think Villanova, if he was there, and obviously can't say this, but I think they dominate and easily win the national championship. Um, with him being injured, it's a really tough decision, but I guess I'll pick Kansas. Um, I've never liked Kansas, and they screwed me over. In 2014 NCAA tournament, Kansas, the two seed, lost to Stanford, the 10 seed. And it was Andrew Wiggins who went one for six and dropped uh, four points in the game. You pick your <laughs> Kansas either way, even though you don't like them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take Kansas. I got to pick Kansas as well. Honestly, when they – Going into that game against Kentucky in the uh, Big 12 SEC champ or whatever it's called matchup um, in January, I thought Kansas was going to win the national championship, and then they lost by like 35 points. So I was like, all right, I'm scrapping that one, and I actually picked Kentucky. So that was a great pick. Um, but in the end, I think Kansas is going to win. I've liked Villanova all season long. And actually, when we did our little NCAA tournament preview without you, Joe, a couple weeks ago, I picked – Villanova and Kansas to go to the final four. So I got two out of the four right. I know the left side of the bracket was terrible. But I think I think Villanova losing more, as you guys mentioned. Um, also, I feel like they're just a low-scoring team, and Kansas is fast-paced. And if Kansas gets a lead, um, it's going to be tough for Villanova to come back on it. So I got to go with Kansas go to the championship game and match up against North Carolina, in my opinion. So anyway, final game, Monday night, New Orleans, Who's partying? Is it Duke or is it Kansas? Who you got, Kyle? In terms of Kansas, Duke, Kansas seems to never get it done. Um, they always make the Final Four. I swear they're always like they're always a one seed. I mean, have you guys ever seen Kansas as like a five seed? No, it's but like they, I've never seen they them as a nine a rub two. They dominate the Big Twelve conference, which is a legit conference. They lose like four games a year. Um, yeah. I do agree that they do choke down the stretch and can't deliver. Um, actually, 2011. Both self has one championship. Yeah, 2011 is coming to my mind because they lost to 11 seed VCU in the Elite Eight. Um, but they they've gone in the championship game a few times and just can't get it done. But so I see your point. Yeah, I just I, I hate rooting for Duke. Um, it, it honestly pained me doing rooting for Duke this whole tournament because I had to against Joe. So you know I, I hate Duke. And I hate UNC more, so that's why I'm picking Duke in that game. But um, like I said, it just seems right that they're going to win. Um, we're in a simulation right now. We have to be. So uh, I think Duke's going to get it done. They have the best player in the league, in my opinion, Boncaro. He just – that man, 
looks ready to be in the league. I mean, he's got a man's body. He's 18 years old. He has a high shot above his head, almost like Durant, that no one can block. Um, he can just stroke it from mid-range, stroke it from three. He can dunk all over your head. I mean, he's just he's built for the league. I think he should be the first pick, so I think he'll dominate. Honestly, I think Duke will win, although I don't want him to. I, I want Kansas, but that's my pick. Even though it goes against what I've said this year, I mean, I think the NCAA is just rigged this year, and they're going to just have give Coach K the national championship just because it's his last year. And, yeah. So you got right, NCAA is always rigged. It's always about money, just like NC State got screwed against UConn, just like NC State got screwed in baseball, and they put damn Vanderbilt in the championships. For ratings, it's for money. And our football coach says the NCAA stands for no clue at all. And so, yeah, that's uh, I think you're just salty, NCAA. Yeah, I think no, Kyle, just salty Kyle's NCAA. Definitely, Kyle's definitely salty over his <laughs> NC State strike one, two, and three. Um, couldn't get it done last week, so he's, again, kind of had to bring it all up. But I don't think his rival from Durham is going to win the championship. I got to go with the Jayhawks. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Uh, Bill Self's going to get it done. And it's a little bit of a storybook ending for the Jayhawks because back in 2012, um, in the same place, New Orleans, they lost to Anthony Davis and the Kentucky Wildcats in that national championship game. So I think Kansas is going to get their redemption, Bill Self. Um, you mentioned Boncaro is one of the best players in the country. Abaji's been playing poorly throughout the tournament so far, and his team's still in the Final Four. Um, and I think... The emotional win for Coach K to get over North Carolina that last time, if, if they can do it on that side, um, which, again, I didn't predict, um, then I think it's going to be too much and they can't get the they can't get it done in the championship. I know it's going to be a sad ending for Coach K, but what are you going to do? He's won plenty of times already. Um, he's come close, lost in the ACC championship game, and why not lose it in the national championship game as well? So I got Kansas um, winning the championship back-to-back years, the Big 12 um, will get the title. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be pretty exciting. Um, but that'll do it for this Final Four preview. We hope you enjoy the games on Saturday and Monday, and, of course, the women's games today and Sunday. And we'll get back to you to digest a champion next week. On behalf of Kyle and Joe, this is Jack Fury, and we hope to see you next time.